You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. Last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's the last chance for you. What up, what up, episode 41 of the Slapdick Podcast coming at you on YouTube Live and on uh, Instagram Live, man, uh, Miguel, what up, man? Spree, let me know how the sound is. I turned it down. Let me know. Um, give me a thumbs up. Spree watching on YouTube as we go in uh, live real quick uh, for a few minutes. Uh, get number episode 41 in. Um, this episode is going to have a quote of the day. We're going to talk about a uh, to-do list, day number three. Uh, a couple little things, what to do. And then uh, a couple thoughts I have, man, and, and uh little bit I'm, I'm gonna call this episode never take no for an answer so we'll see how uh how that goes a lot of you slap dicks take no for an answer too easy man um i'm on instagram live man leave some questions if you want um and i'll make sure i try to get to them man um quote of the day man change is not growing unless your movement provides progress I made that up myself, man. I don't know uh, if someone else said it before me or not. Uh, I'll take credit until that motherfucker gets here. But um, change is not growing unless your movement provides progress. That's just truth. People think change is growth. Change ain't growth. You could be changing for all the fucking wrong reasons or going the wrong way. So uh, just because you change don't mean shit. You could be changing into a shit bird from a fuck stick. So just a, a little food for thought. Uh, to, today's to-do list, man, I'm on day three of, uh, of the, of the to-do list. And, um, like I said, man, never take no for an answer is my, uh, my third to-do, um, during this fucking quarantine life. Never take no for an answer. Motherfuckers going to tell you to take, say, tell you shit that you're just going to, they're going to continue to tell you no. And, uh, a lot of people say, okay, and fucking accept it and bounce, um, I just could never do that. I'm never that guy. So don't take no for an answer. Because remember this, man. It only fucking takes one motherfucker to, to get you that job that you've always wanted. Hire you. Uh, marry you. Fucking just whatever you're trying to do, you're going to be told no a million times. But it only fucking takes one person, one motherfucker to say yes. And uh, just remember that shit. So um, just, a, just a thought. So think about that. Um a lot of people want me on their podcast lately, man. So I'm trying to trying to uh, do what I can for a lot of folks, man. I don't know if you guys watched uh, that show on Netflix, All American. You know, I got thoughts. I tweeted out a thing saying I don't know how I feel about the show, man. I watched it, man, because I'm a football guy. So I, it was a football life story, football family. I remember the real guy, uh, Spencer Pacinger, went to Oregon, played in the NFL for a while. Uh, I remember him and his, uh, you know, growing up in, in, in L.A. and so so forth, man. But they showed, they made, it was a good storyline and everything, but they made it just, it was a little bit too corny of acting for me. Um, you know, growing up in this area, I know the real, and, you know, I know they didn't cuss in it. They don't really show a lot of violence uh, other than, you know, they showing gang violence and stuff and what the life is, but they don't really show a lot of 
you know, real, real shit. So I don't know. It just it has me torn, man. You know, Tay Diggs to me does never he is, he can never be a coach. So I don't know. I thought it was a bad selection of actors, but hey, each his own. I'm I'm not hating on him. I just I like Tay Diggs too, but he didn't come off as a true coach. It was just it was crazy. They broke like every fucking California high school law and rule known to man. Um, they're having like seven on seven and helmets like the spring. <laughs> Uh, two a days like this shit was crazy how they did it like they didn't do a lot of research as, as far as what the real life really is so that's what kind of fucked me up um they did a lot of shit man you know the head coach comes and recruits the kid at a game during the season the kid transfers to the beverly hills during the season like what the fuck so i mean all this shit's illegal it never would happen trust me i i, I was i was investigated a few times in high school in california so i know the rules and it's unbelievable they'll check your house they'll check your fucking address they'll do everything in california in the cif so you got to understand uh, a lot of those rules they that were in that show were violations of uh, like crazy violations so um it was just crazy i guess when you when you know the sport know the game it's a little different um it, it kind of it, it comes off as a little bit of after school special um or 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 you know um some shit like that so uh, Instagram Live has some weirdo fucks on there, man. Uh, I don't know what the hell's going on, but um, there's some weirdo motherfuckers on Instagram, bro. Uh, but anyway, uh, I think I got a bad connection on on YouTube, man. But uh, so, you know, it was a good show. I mean, it is what it is. It's a little bit too Disney for me, so I couldn't really get into it like I wanted to. Um so, so we'll see what happens. But uh, I got my thoughts, man, on this uh, on this whole thing. I got I got a uh, few guest speakers coming on next week. Some big name ones, man. A uh, couple WWF wrestlers, old school classic wrestlers. Um, the hot dog eating champ um, will be in the building, and I'll have a few other guys. But uh, man. I think this pandemic epidemic is actually going to start a discussion with the NCAA on expanding the college football playoff. That that's that's happening today. I know Pence or whatever Trump is appointed to talk to every commissioner um, that matters. NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, hockey. Everybody's going to be on this conference call. NCAA commissioner. They're going to talk about how the fuck sports is going to get us out of this fucking debt we're going to be in um as a country so how ironic is that trump needs sports again uh to resurrect the country once this uh financial fucking crash happens or it already has uh but anyway he's going to have all these people on and they're going to discuss ways so one way would be to expand the college football playoffs so we'll, i'm interested to see uh, if it does, if it happens, hey, you heard it here. So we'll see what happens. I, I think it could be a possibility, you know, 10 to 12 teams, even maybe 16 teams. Uh, it'd be kind of like a, a March Madness deal, um, half the bracket. So we'll see how they do it. Um, but I think it is going to be a discussion because I don't see how, um, you know, if they need to, if they need sports, you better get it going. Number one, but but Fauci comes out today and says sports can be back rather quickly if fucking no fans are showing up. So to me, 
I don't understand how the the fans are, are are. I don't understand. I know there's a big gathering at the games and shit like that, but um, why why are the fans that you know the only ones that are going to be protected? The players aren't going to fucking sweat on each other and rub up on each other and all this type of shit. And then who are they talking to outside? To where I think that's pretty. Um, Dangerous, man. If it's not for one, it's for all. I don't know. I want sports back, too. I think America needs sports to get resurrected, so to speak. Um, but uh, we'll see, man. I don't know. Um, we'll see what happens. I'm going to take a call real quick. What up, man? You're on the Slap Take Podcast. Real Coach JB, what's going on? Yo, JB, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm good, brother. What's your name? My name's Sean. I'm uh, based out of Philly. What's up, Sean? My Philly folks. Yeah, man. Not much. Just getting by, trying to stay sane, have a good time throughout quarantine, you know. No doubt. No doubt. What do you do, man? I work uh, in information technology. Oh, okay. Yeah, we need those yeah. guys. Yeah, so, JB, I want to pick your mind on something about leadership. Okay. Specifically, uh, I want your take on leaders or coaches who, uh, you know, their players don't fear them and therefore don't respect them. I'm thinking specifically of Coach Brett Brown of the 76 yeah. He's been around for so long. Right. And, uh, you know, through the process years and things are rough and the team's losing. And now they got some good players. They're doing pretty well, but they just can't seem to get over the hump. And I think – I think – uh Players don't really respect and listen to Brett. No doubt. You can see it. Well, look. For example. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Refuses to shoot three. Right. No shit. That's crazy to me. And Brett Brown has come out and said, hey, I want him to take at least one three a game, but he refuses to do it. And I'm like, we got to get this cat out of here. The players don't even listen to him. Yeah, I don't know why. Simmons has a, a – a nice looking stroke too, and you know, I you know when he shoots the when he shoots the ball, I mean, fuck, he he's got a nice stroke. So I mean, it only would make his game more dynamic. I don't understand why he won't do it. Uh, there must be a mental block, and obviously the players nowadays, I I believe these younger ones are just mentally weaker than we were uh, growing up. But that's what my opinion is now. Um, you know, if he wouldn't do what I said, he the motherfucker's got. You can get a few guys for him. So fuck, get rid of his ass. But you know, I, I don't know. I think um, Embiid's obviously the most, uh, and I'm all I'm all around sports guy. I know sports, and I don't even track the Philly, you know, the 76ers or nothing. But I, I know Embiid's the most. He's probably the last true big man still alive um, that actually controls the paint. You know, AD is more talented, I think, as far as athletically and gifted a, uh, a skill set, but Embiid's right there with him, but a bigger body and harder to move out the paint. So he can do a little bit more. He still can shoot a three, but I, I, I would like to see him down low a little more, um, especially with the addition of uh, my man from Boston that they got this year in the uh, trade. But I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. Uh, first of all, let me be clear. Leaders create more leaders, not more followers. So, um, right. you know, I don't know if he can uh, – He's not creating any. Nobody on that team is has become a leader, like even a or, or 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 he hasn't created more leaders. Let's say that because 
if he did, he would have a few more guys. Yeah, nobody wants. He hasn't created that, so um, I think he's created a little more following than he did has leading. So I don't know. There's one issue right there. But hey, man, at the end of the day, it takes uh, it's the it factor that 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 you have to have as a as a you know as a coach as a player. You got to have that executive presence. That's how I define the it factor. I don't think he has it, um, and that's just what it is. I, you know you. At the end of the day, it's kind of it's kind of based on wins and losses is how you're how you're graded and and how you're judged. So um, he's not graduating any players or getting them on to college. So that he, he has one job and one and one objective. And so um, I don't know if he's I don't know if Elton Brand keeps him a lot around. You know what I mean? Disappointing season for the Sixers. It was looking like Brad Pitt was on the chopping block. I think you can <laughs> say that way. Yeah. Obviously, you can't fire him right now. You look like an asshole. So, yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, he comes of it, but you know, he's got to he's got to figure it out, man, and uh, turn over some rocks. But I I don't know how, you know, um, I don't know if he's got that team uh, truly, you know, in, 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 bought in. I just don't know if he does, and and that's the yeah. that's the it factor that I'm talking about. So. I don't know. I think he's got to he's got to figure that out, or he may just be a better assistant guy. Yeah, yeah. I think he he is decent at developing talent, and the players definitely like him. Yeah. You know, like their friend. What are they gonna? Right. Tells them to shoot a three. They're gonna do it. You know, we kind of need that. Uh, right. Real sense of authority in the room. I think. No doubt. No doubt. Wait, man. I appreciate you calling in, brother. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you take care, man. Uh, keep the pods up. Really, I'm a big fan. Hey, I appreciate you, brother. Take care. All right, take it easy. Take Bye. it. Back on IG, uh, had to take some callers. But listen, man, what do you guys take on this Dak Prescott thing? You know, you guys buying that shit or not? This is the deal about Dak Prescott. I mean... You know, he he says he had 10 or less people over at his house um, for a fucking dinner. Um, that's cool. But, like, now he's, you know, he's on tape with, with, with Zeke at a party. I mean, I don't know, man. I don't understand what the deal is. He's the quarterback of the fucking Dallas Cowboys. He says he understands what an NFL quarterback uh, entails. I don't think he understands what a Dallas Cowboy quarterback entails. There's a big difference between the fucking quarterback at the Cleveland Browns and the Dallas Cowboys. So, so I don't think people get it. I don't think he understands. He was offered a fucking big contract, at least $100 million. I mean, fuck, man. You turned it down. So, uh, you know. You're the dumbass for turning down the fucking contract. Now you won't take, supposedly he won't take any virtual um, coaching online with the new coach and the new offense to learn it. So he's not learning the new offense virtually, apparently, because he's still in contract negotiations. And I don't know, man. I, I don't know what to say. I think these guys are all fucking enabled. They all want this instant gratification. He's done diddly shit. He hasn't won anything. So um, I'm going to take another call here. What up? You on the Slapdick Podcast? Hey, Coach. How's it going? All right. How you, well, who's this? 
It's uh, Chase. I'm from uh, Rock Hill, South Carolina, man. Football City, USA. Hey, I'm a Rock Hill folks, man. I love Rock Hill. I recruit that area. Yeah, man. We can't wait to see you come down here and kick some ass in the SEC one day. <laughs> I appreciate you, man. We need- Hey, we need somebody that can recruit, uh, keep up with Dave Sweeney, man. Uh, no doubt. I don't know if Muschamp's going to cut it or not. Nah, I don't know, brother. It, man, it's a, it's a gold mine of talent down here. So. <laughs> no doubt. I, I already know. know. why we losing people to Georgia and Florida, Florida State. They shouldn't be leaving the state. No question. Hey, man, per capita, I think South Carolina is my favorite recruiting area, so... Trust me, I get it. I know about I know that area very well. So I love my South Carolina kids. We'd have about fifteen kids a year on my indie team. So, um, oh man, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So it was yeah, good. Rock Hill, man. We got like I think we got like the highest uh, as far as cities go. We got the most players playing in the NFL right now from my city alone. We got Clowney, Stephon, yeah, Gilmore, yeah. Uh, ben Watson, I mean, you name it, man. No doubt, yeah, no doubt. Mind down here. No question. <laughs> but um. Hey, what do you, what do you, how you feel about these? Uh, uh, they're talking about playing all these games without no fans in the stands. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I don't know why, how they can do that, and then uh, it, so it's safe for the players to sweat and bleed and 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 tackle each other and, and all that. But it, the the fans, it's not safe for the fans. I just don't get it. it's one or the other, or it's all. You yeah. know, that's just how I feel. I don't know, I man. Feel like the. Yeah, I feel like the quality may be down. I mean, cause it's not going to be – don't seem like there'll be much energy out there like without the fans. No the doubt. Fans, so no doubt. Just seems yeah. like it be kind of dead. Yeah, it's going to be like this fucking online NASCAR shit, you know. So, yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's going to be it's gonna be interesting to see how this thing turns out, man. It's it's, it's fucked up as it is. I, I hope, uh, hope we get back to it and we can get, uh, you know, everyday life back to normal, man. But, you know, shit, we'll see. But, uh I don't know, man. You either don't do it or you have fans. I just don't think you can do one or the other right now. I mean, playing in and watching it on on TV is cool, but you know it doesn't have the feel. No crowd. All you're gonna have is cameramen in the building, filming. Um, I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of crazy sounding. Yeah, I, I can only imagine how the players will feel. Man, it's just gonna be harder to get up for that. No, yeah, no question about it, brother. No question about it. So. Nah. Yeah, man, one last thing. Where do you think? Uh, where do you where do you think my man Cam Newton's going to end up? Man, I don't know. You know, uh, I'm not sure, man. I, you know, I first thought maybe uh, San Diego wouldn't be a bad swap swap for him, but um, apparently they didn't think so. So I mean, I don't know. There's a few pl- places out there. You know, maybe he goes to uh to a uh, a place and is kind of competes or is maybe even a backup and and uh, even even that is even being in the league ten years or whatever you know you can still learn from somebody great so maybe he goes under someone else and takes over somewhere like so we'll see I mean shit um, you know Tampa Bay wouldn't be I'd a bad spot for him New England uh, yeah New England ain't bad I, I, I just don't I, see I him playing for Belichick. Belichick yeah I don't see I don't see him playing there um, yeah. You know they're not gonna they're not gonna do a lot of things with the Q. They just want to sit. They want them in the pocket, throw yeah. the football, and 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 play defense. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. I'm I'm curious to see how that all plays out and where he ends up. No doubt. Well, hey man, I appreciate you calling in, brother. Hey, thank you. I appreciate the podcast, man. I enjoy listening to it. All right, brother. Take care. All right, man. You too, bro. Peace.
Back to this Dak Prescott thing. I think the motherfucker needs to humble himself, get back in the lab with his pen and his pad, and start learning some fucking shit, man. Um, take another call. What up, the real coach JB? Hello. What up, real coach JB here on the Slapdick Podcast? What's up? What up, coach? How are you, brother? I'm good. I'm good. Who's this? This is Eddie from California. What up, Eddie? What up? Hey, I actually got a couple questions to uh, pick with you, bro. First of all, um, how do you feel about all these high school athletes that are ninth to tenth grade getting these big old AC or SEC offers, these Pac-12 offers? What's, what's your thoughts on that? And about the kids getting offers? Yeah, these ninth and tenth graders that that are getting offers, they're saying that they're committable offers. But I, from my understanding, I thought they're not committable offers. No, nah, they're committable. You, shit, Lane Kiffin used to offer seventh graders. So I mean, it, you you can do whatever you want nowadays as far as the offer. Um, but you know, I I don't know. I mean, the, the kids transfer every day. They transfer to a new school. I mean, it's just it's just the world. It's a different world that we're living in, man. As far as recruiting, as far as football, college, and high school. So. It's become a spectacle, in my opinion, on that. So, I, you know, regarding getting offers, I mean, kudos to them for getting the offers. I just don't, uh, I just don't know uh, what's going to happen, man. With that, I, you know, it is what it is. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then another question I had is, as far as recruiting now, do, do schools really look at kids' GPA, or do they look over talent over grades? Oh no, they gotta you gotta have the grades to get a, to get a scholarly, especially after your junior year. If you don't have ten core classes of your sixteen, you can't even get recruited. So um that just that's kinda how it works. So it, it's just uh you know, it's just um it kind of you gotta find to figure out how where you fit into this deal, but you know, you gotta have the GPA number one and the eye in the sky don't lie. So if they got film Obviously, they're going to recruit you, but the first thing they're going to check is your grades. If you ain't got them, then you're going to move on to the next guy. 300 million people in the world, in the country, you know, there's there's plenty of people. It's just uh, you got to find the cat that might be a little less talented with GPA. But they only get, you know, 15 to 25 scholarships a year, really. So they're not going to waste them. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, I appreciate it, Coach. Enjoy your podcast. Best of luck to everything you do. Hey, I appreciate you, brother. Take care. Take care, Coach. Peace. Yeah, you know, ju- freshman, junior, sophomore, juniors, they all get committable offers. I mean, they're getting offers. I mean, every kid wants to fucking commit on social media, and then 20 minutes later, he decommits. So I don't think he understands the true meaning of fucking uh, commitment. I don't think they understand that. So, uh, you know, that's just how it is, man. Uh, episode 41, man, is, uh, is today is brought to you by Simply Safe. Um, with home security, there's two ways to go about protecting your home. You can wait with a weeks for a technician to do a messy ass install, or you can it costs a damn fortune, or you can get Simply Safe. Um, you can get Simply Safe, the two time winner of CNET Editor's Choice Awards. Um, Simply Safe blankets your whole t- home in safety. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching. Entry motion and glass break sensors guard inside. Um, you can set up the system all by yourself, and it only takes about 30 minutes. You'll have an army of highly trained security experts ready to dispatch police in a moment's notice, 24-7. 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to simplysafe.com team today, and you'll get free shipping and a 60-day free trial. You've got nothing to lose. Go now. 
Be sure to go to simplysafe.com slash team. That's simplysafe.com slash team. From Simply Safe um, and all of us here wishing you safety and good health during this quarantine. Go get you some uh go get your house protected, man. Um but listen, I've been taking a few callers, man, and and it's cool. I, they've all been pretty good guys, man, people, man. So uh, I appreciate you guys that call in. Um, you know, keep calling in, man, and I'll try to get to you guys. I'm gonna call this one number back here. Um, he kept calling. The mailbox is full and cannot accept any. Well, can't get all them. So um, I try to talk to as many people as I can, man. So I appreciate it. But uh, man, remember, man. Don't fucking take no for an answer. Fucking keep turning over rocks. Um, what up, what up? You on the Slap Dick Pies, JB, what's up? Hey, what's up, Coach? How what? are you? Good, man. Who's this? This is Anthony from Riverside. Hey, what's going on, brother? Uh, not much. I'm a big fan. I, I found you uh, on that Netflix documentary, and I just fell in love with your style, your everything your aura the way you teach young kids to you know get the most out of i, I love i love everything that you coach you're a big inspiration hey, i appreciate I, you. I have a, a just a couple sure. I have a couple of questions you know i i come from that old school where you get yelled at you know right coaches get in your face and you know and uh i have an eight-year-old son going into fourth year of football what advice would you give me to bring that out of him seeing as the way you coach your kids, it's a different generation nowadays. Like, how how can I get that that expression? You know, I, I come from, like, a, a, a very humbling background. Right, uh, right, right. And, you know, football made the difference. And uh, now now I'm trying to teach that to my son. Sure, uh, sure. Well, what advice would you give him? Yeah, how old is he? He's going in. He's, he's eight years old. He's going into oh, his I got first you. year playing football. Yeah. Well, shoot, man. This is the time to mold them. You know what I mean? Turning boys into men happens now at this age. I mean, it's going to be too late when he's 15. So I would say jump on him, um, right. get on it right now. But, you know, man, it, shit, man, it's all about the buy-in, man. I mean, it, you know, you, you know, it requires, uh, it truly requires, you know, zero talent, um, to give effort. You know what I mean? So hopefully he understands exactly. that and you preach that to him and, and, under, and make him understand, man, that, that if he's really going to do this thing, then, then let's do it. If not, then you as the parent, I think has to sit back and say, okay, I've tried to yell in the approach. I've tried to get after him. Now it might be another approach. Like maybe I got to go at him another way. Um, but you know, it's tricky when you got your kids involved, man, it's just one of those deals. Um, you know, I don't know if, uh, you know, it's hard to have. I don't have a son. I don't have a son that plays football, obviously. So I don't know if I'd want to coach my son. Yeah. And I think how you handled, you know, adversity at its finest with these young men that you get. Sure. And I'm trying to get my son on a route where I didn't. Football took me as far as I could let it take me, and then life happened. And for him, I'm trying to show him football is not only – you know, he always, why do we got to do this, Dad? Why do we, you know, and I, I'm trying to, like, no, there's a reason behind it. You know, you may not see now, but in the long run, you will. And that's what I was taught growing up. I came from a good program, you know. Yeah. And uh, we have, you know, uh, I, I we had coaches like you. And, you know, sure. they got under my skin, but they always looked out for me, and they brought the most out of me. And sure. uh, I, I did stuff I never thought I could have done because of these coaches, you know. Right. And right. Uh, I, I I've been coaching my son. I coached him up. You know, he's pretty good. And 
I just want the best, you know. I want to see football opens up more doorways, you know, than than just not playing it, you know. Sure. And uh, I appreciate Coach. I appreciate everything you do. And uh, on a closing note, uh, if the Lakers don't finish out the season, let's say for some crazy reason the NBA season gets canceled, the Lakers they don't crown a champion. What, what what would you think of LeBron's legacy with the Lakers at this point? And I'll go ahead and uh, 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 let you go, Coach, and if you can answer that. Yeah, no, 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 I'll answer it. Um, you know, I don't think he uh, – he don't have a legacy yet. He's not a Laker, and really, you know what I mean. In my opinion, he's not a real Laker. He's not a true Laker. He's been three different teams. I mean, that doesn't, you know, Kobe's a Laker, Magic's a Laker, Kareem's a Laker. Um, those guys, those guys stuck it out. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, if he wins a title, then you got something to talk about. But until that happens, I mean, it's just kind of a wasted year, which sucks for him. He's thirty five years old, so I, I don't know, man. Um, you know. Uh, but back to my point with your kid, man. Make sure you coach him up and you get him going. But at this end of the day, man, uh, understand something. He, he, uh, these kids are different nowadays, and I think it's based on the parents and the coaching is why they're different. So if you continue to get on him and do it the right way, I think he'll buy in, and and, and you'll know if he really wants to do it or not. Because uh, these kids are different, man. You we either got to fix, figure it out, and figure out how to uh, how to get through to them, or we got to do something else. So. It's a, uh, it's your kid. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, do something else as far as the job goes It's coaches. So if we're, we're coaching these guys and we can't figure them out, then we got to go fucking work at JC Penny. You know what I mean? That's just how I tell my coaches. But, <laughs> okay. but, uh, but as a parent, it's a little different. Now you got to know if the kid really wants to play that sport or not and then encourage them and, and, uh, and, you know, hopefully respect yeah. the decision. But at the end of the day, my kid don't know nothing until he's paid a bill. That's just how I operate. So unless he's paid a fucking bill, his ass don't know better, so <laughs> yeah. you better listen up and tell you through yeah. high school and do what I say. You know what I mean? So that's just kind of how I am with that. Yeah. But, now nah, I appreciate right. you calling yeah. in, brother. Thanks, Coach. I appreciate it. Thanks. All right, brother. You too. Have a good one. Yeah, I mean, shit. Coaching your kids got to be hard, man. I don't know if I could do it. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, shit. These kids are different, man, but it's the parents and the coaches that allow it to be different. So figure it out or go do something else. Um, if you if you can't figure it out, go do uh go do a go do be another work another job, man. Find another profession. You know what I mean. So that's just how I am, man, and that's how I kind of uh, operate. But but we'll see how uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, how that guy goes with his kid, eight year eight years old is perfect time to to uh kind of get it going with them so who knows man but um but like i said say no take no for an answer man you're gonna be told no a million fucking times just understand all it takes is one time uh it takes one time to get it going and uh hopefully you guys can uh you guys can fucking uh get that one person to say yes but, uh, hey, man, it's been a pleasure. Slapdick Podcast, episode 41. We're just getting some in, some content in this week during this fucking quarantine. Stay safe out there. YouTube, I'll respond to your questions, man. I'm sitting a little ways from the computer, so I got you. Uh, I'll, get to the, I'll get to your responses. And, uh, hey, man, uh, it's been a pleasure. Don't be a slapdick. Definitely don't be a fuckstick. And go uh, get your houses uh, protected by Simply Safe. 
For the real coach, JB, peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. Last chance. Hey, man, give me another guy. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Find a guy, man. I'm just telling you. Coach, I don't want to fucking hear your mouth. I'm 